0: So we are so excited. We are here to have our latest episode of Obscure Animation. And I've been doing this series now for two years. And before that, I had just, before December, I had just done edited videos, but now I've moved it over to a podcast format because I just thought it was more fun. And uh, so my friend Stanford is here to talk about our latest Obscure Animation. We're talking about The Lost World uh, and animator Willis O'Brien. So we are very excited.
1: Hi, Rachel. Thanks again for the invitation. So nice to be here.
0: Yeah. Thank you. And I, you know, originally I I haven't done very much stop motion. It's kind of interesting that the, uh, um, that one of the only, that we've done two. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's true. I didn't even think about that. That's right.
0: (laughs) Because the only other one that I've done is a town called Panic. Uh, when I first started, I did, and that is hilarious. Uh, very very funny, uh, if you if you ever get a chance to see it. I think it's on Amazon, but anyway, very funny, and so I hadn't done very much of Top Motion. <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to, I thought about doing King Kong. I have already reviewed that once on my channel for Family Movie Night, uh, before Kong School Island came out. And so I thought, oh, that's really not that obscure. Everybody knows about King Kong. Yeah. At least everybody knows the iconic images from King Kong. Right. So let's dig a little deeper. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, The Lost World, which is based on a Conan Doyle story, uh, Conan Doyle. And we're going to talk about the animator, Willis O'Brien. And uh, had you seen this film before, The
1: Lost oh, World? This is the first time I've ever seen it. So I, I, was, I was happy to watch it, you know. I, yeah. I'm a big fan of, 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 uh, the original King Kong. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was really wonderful to see in an earlier film with this, with the stop motion animation by Willis O'Brien. I, uh, was so happy for the opera, you know, the, the, this chance that, you know, that you offered with this and, and, uh, just really, really enjoyed it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd never seen it either. I hadn't even heard of it. And I really enjoyed it too. I thought this was uh, really fun. It 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 has it doesn't have quite the heart that King Kong has. Yeah. Uh, King, Card, uh, King Kong is devastating to me. Oh, like yeah. when he's up there, like uh, getting displayed or whatever. Like that's devastating. <laughs> and
1: it's so uh, amazing the emotion that they pull out of that puppet. I you know. know. I mean, it's just it's it's. It's just brilliant. I, I love King Kong.
0: Yeah, like it's so much more emotional to me than like the Godzilla movies or some of those other type of a similar style of movies. Yes. And King Kong has way more character development and, and uh, I don't know. I was just, I was surprised at how, like, I cried. I was moved.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's 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 very moving. Very emotional.
0: Yeah, and it's so oh. much better than Kong Skull Island oh. in which was just so flat even he though it was- has this more realistic supposed kong like it doesn't have near the emotion
1: yeah no comparison and i'm and you don't get me started on on the peter jackson remake of King kong (laughs) or uh, (laughs) also that one in the 70s too i don't think is that great it's the original yeah i I heard that
0: one in the 70s is pretty bad (laughs) yeah
1: it's bad i mean you kind of have to watch it just because rach you know it's, it's 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 not one of those that's so bad that it's good but it's just like so bad you have to you know you can't turn away you have to right turn away. <laughs> yeah uh,
0: we went to a movie like that it's <laughs> a yeah
1: yeah
0: um so okay so let's talk about Willis o'brien though i wrote down some f- facts about him that i just thought were interesting so he uh was born in 1886 <clears throat> and he left home at the age of 11
1: can you imagine
0: 11 and he just worked a a lot of variety of jobs rancher factory worker cowboy and i guess at one point he was a guide to a bunch of paleontologists at crater lake and national park and that's where he developed or realized his love of dinosaurs which is really interesting and and then he learned he just learned how to like do all the stuff in his free time he learned how to sculpt he learned how to draw in his free time and uh you know, it's, it, to me, this was interesting because I've always looked at my, <clears throat> I've looked at my YouTube channel as, I mean, I've made a little bit of money off of my YouTube channel, not much, but I have like made big, I wouldn't have the job that I have now if I didn't have a YouTube channel because of the skills that I've learned and continue to learn off of my YouTube channel. And so that's when the, I think some people get wrong is like they set out to do a creative endeavor because they want to make a career out of it. Where like it should be your passion, and then and then you have to look at what skills am I learning, yeah. through doing this creative endeavor
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, uh, and so I thought that was interesting because uh, it has absolutely been profitable for me, even if I haven't necessarily made a ton of actual income anyway, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's cool, a modern day parallel, yeah so, yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's same thing, yeah, no, that's cool.
0: Yeah, he just learned how to sculpt and draw in his free time. And and then I guess his first job was he was a sports cartoonist in San Francisco. Yeah, that's Yeah. And then he got a job as the assistant to the head architect in San Francisco World Fair, where he had to make like a whole bunch of models of bridges and dinosaur. I guess there was a dinosaur and a caveman as part of that. And he did his first anima- stop-motion animation with... Uh, a local newsreel cameraman guy. That they were just like, "Let's do this; will be they fun." Just yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and people, yeah, you know, so cool. like, liked what they saw. And he made his first movie. was called "The Dinosaur and the Missing Link," a prehistoric tragedy. And this was 1915, and it cost five thousand dollars.
1: Wow!
0: Isn't that amazing? <laughs>
1: amazing. I that's one I'd love to see. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I bet it's. I bet it's cool too.
0: I know it would be fascinating.
1: Yeah. It would be really if that, fascinating. If I, a copy of it exists anywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess then he got hired by Thomas Edison to make a bunch of shorts for their company. And, and then that's where, how we met Harry O. who who is the director of this the director
1: you know. of yeah. The
0: rest is history. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. What does that, what do, you, do you have any thoughts about that?
1: Well, yeah, I read up on some of his history too. And, I, and I'm, I'm with you. I thought it was so interesting again how he launched that on his own at such an you know such an early age yeah Uh, but just the steps that led him i mean he worked with thomas edison i'm like are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) and then and then yeah how how uh, he he how he learned the craft just yeah just on his kind of seemingly on his own you know or with or with uh with some friends uh i think it's, it's really yeah I mean, he
0: almost invented it i mean yeah
1: yeah exactly
0: at <laughs> it, just... a certain point it's pretty pretty amazing because isn't this t- technically the
1: first film where stop motion animation was used at least the, uh, that's been documented no
0: when uh i don't know i'm not sure on that but it seems like it's got to be yeah. one of the first 1925 uh-
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if it is it's it's the first, but it's got to be definitely one of the 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 early ones.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because the Adventures of Prince Ahmed that's like paper mache, but Mm -hmm. that was 1926, so just before that. So it's got to be one of the first. I mean, maybe it's not considered the oldest animated film just because it's you know live action slash animated, right? But it's got a lot of animation.
1: There is. I was surprised by that too. Yeah. You know, initially when it started, like, I wonder how much, you know, anime, I know I knew it had it, had, but yeah, then it, the seas just kept coming with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's yeah, there a lot.
0: Yeah. And so I, it was interesting. so I asked today on Twitter, I asked, cause sometimes I wonder like, do we give things that were first too much of a pass because they were first, you know, and, and it's like, did they really not look good, but we're like, oh, well, it was first, so yeah. we, we forgive them. Yeah. Which is fine, but I was just curious, like, do people, like, genuinely like it, or did they just like it because it was first, if mm-hmm. that makes sense? Yes. And so I was asking on Twitter today, I said, I said, do you think the stop motion in King Kong, I just used that because it was more well-known, uh, and other silent films looks too hokey or still holds up and looks cool? So I got some really interesting... Uh, comments uh, paleo Stino, um, he's an awesome youtuber he said from someone that appreciates animation I think it still looks cool and from uh, pinafore geek I think it's hokey in a way but also super impressive that they managed to do it something about it is really appealing and you can really see all the love put into it there's a charm and a couple more uh, plain simple Tom says personally I think that the jerky dated stop-motion animation makes King Kong one of the scariest films I've ever seen. I thought that was a really interesting comment. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tom Gunn, he he says, no, the sound in Steam, Steamboat Willie doesn't hold up either. Fighting words there. But you can still appreciate the effort and the innovation as a vital stepping stone to what we have new. And uh, and anyway, so just some, uh, some variety, some different opinions. Yeah, and, some
1: different opinions.
0: Yeah. And for me, I think the thing that, I kind of agree about it being scarier in a way because sometimes the super realistic images that we get now in animation uh they they just start to all look kind of the same and uh and also you can have problems with like it just I don't know like it it just it's just starting to look kind of blasé it's just not as like scary yeah sure like Jurassic Park that was that when that was so realistic and so great it was so effective, but now it's just like I don't know something like Cosco Island. It just like they, they had those lizard creatures, which I hated, and it just didn't really excite me that much. It didn't really do a whole lot for me. Mm-hmm. And so in this, I just feel like it's it's such a fantasy world and so different from our own world that I almost prefer it. Does that yes. make sense? What do you think?
1: Well, no, I I agree with what you're saying. It uh, the some something about this particular I guess the two things we see both on the island that almost look like again it's black and white and it's you know and not super high resolution you know and all that stuff that we're that we're used to but it, it it looked like we were in this prehistoric world and even though they're just slowly down in Venezuela right but I just, I thought the depth of some of those scenes, like that scene where the volcano's going off and all, all that stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it's, it is, it's it is remarkable. And I just felt, I felt transported. Yeah. Even though these were little clay puppets, you know, that that, that are just getting manipulated around. it It was, yeah, really, really effective. And there was enough, realism in, in it that it, that's I think was very trans mm-hmm. that really transported me to uh, there do was so a many good job of meshing the live-action characters with the animation yeah I've also too. that's I, I I I wanted to go take a class and learn how the more how that split screen and all those different things techniques that they were using work because I th- they were really effective and I also thought how groundbreaking I mean, it was 1925 yeah and, and they were doing stuff like that and it and I thought they looked great, you know. I mean, sure, it's kind of cheesy, just given the, you know, the time period. But wow, amazing!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought I thought it was amazing. Yeah, uh, I did too. I I was just yeah, it's just so taken with with. Uh, I don't know if you caught the set that they built for those for those dinosaurs, you know, and. And then also, we can talk, which we'll probably talk more about when they go to London at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought those, those were pretty impressive yeah. as well. I just
0: yeah. love stop motion. I'm like a huge fan of stop motion. I love, I mean, it's hard to think of stop motion film that I don't just love. I know it's just yeah. so cool, like what they're able to build and the worlds and the uh, whether it's like the Ardman Claymation style or whether it's something like this. It's just, I just love... I just love it. I love the style. It just takes me away. So I agree. I think it is just, it's just, it's funny because it's, it is hokey, but it feels fresh and yeah. it feels exciting. Yeah. Uh, where a
1: lot of this stuff is starting to feel the same to mm-hmm. me. That's super realistic. Yeah, the super realistic CGI. Yeah, I'm with you. Sometimes it's almost either so realistic or there's just no uh, fantasy. Or there's no so gravitas Thunder. to it. Yeah, about it too. That that just really kind of pulls you out. I mean, sometimes I refer to it as as computer throw up because it's almost just like uh, you're just getting all these images flung at you, and sure they're you know quite realistic in their rendering, but yeah, there's nothing that's really beautiful right. or interesting about it. Yeah. Where this was just nothing but right Every a, a, every scene every shot really too was was really something
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: i, I agree was, uh, i was call, i was calling to myself Rachel, that there was a lot of circle of life moments because i mean clearly they're, I mean, they're dinosaurs but and there, there's a lot of fighting and, and kind of like killing each other uh you know
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <But> still, <laughs> those,
1: those were cool though and i mean i guess this you know clearly that's what these dinosaurs were doing <laughs> yeah they looked
0: really yeah, yeah yeah i agree it was it was fun and so okay so let's start with the story a little bit so a couple different versions of this movie out there that you can find on youtube there's a one hour version and then there's a one hour and 32 minute version uh that has some new restored content in it um that one also includes like a little weird um sort of introduction that with, intro was you know, interesting wasn't yeah, it with, was with
1: uh with the uh sir arthur yeah yeah. I guess
0: he embraced it, <laughs> he liked it. Uh, So basically, we'll just kind of go over our main characters. You have Professor Challenger, and he's he believes that the dinosaurs still walk the earth, and he's basically made fun of for it. And uh, he, you know, wants to go on this uh, this expedition expedition to prove that you know that he's right. He's played by Wallace Berry, ba- and. Uh, I don't know what you what
1: do you think of him oh he's i think he's a great character yeah uh, in fact i thought i read a quote somewhere saying that um arthur conan doyle liked him almost more than sherlock holmes mm. uh, but i don't know if that's if that's true like I, said, I needed to i needed to verify that that quote but he's kind of he's kind of like the mad scientist character in yeah. a lot of ways you know just the, the crazy person but I, I thought he was great i, yeah. I you know uh what 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 did you think oh yeah
0: classic yeah it it reminded me of like in atlantis you know you have the uh the the inventor the explorer whatever in that movie you know it's definitely like an archetype but it's a really fun one yeah i thought i thought that
1: was a fun one too and it really and it really works
0: and you could really see the influence of this movie on a lot of other movies absolutely definitely i mean even on Jurassic park for sure
1: yeah Oh yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah.
0: And it probably King Kong too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh so he was really good. You have uh Paula White, and she is the daughter of Maple White, who is this explorer that got lost in the jungle, who's the one in his journal that claimed he saw uh the dinosaurs, and uh, she is played by Bessie Love. And I, I kind of wonder like you know, that, like, it was a more sort of innocent time back then, like, that, like, I think maybe, I'm not saying that people necessarily believed that there were dinosaurs back then, like in the jungles of Amazon, but like, it's just, now we've explored the moon, now we've, you know, we've just done so much that I think that it probably was even sort of more, uh, a little bit more interesting and a little bit more than, than maybe it, uh, it was it like it was more sort of exciting the idea of exploring and yeah. and stuff back then.
1: Yes. Yeah, kind of that maybe a little passive but like the the golden age right of of yeah. uh, of uh, exploring and and uh how cool that you could go somewhere and there would be dinosaurs there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Polly is played by Bessie Love and she's just like a classic silent act. Yes.
1: i think yeah i thought yeah all the the expressions the way the way she's filmed you know everything yeah seemed very yeah yeah yeah, quintessential silent film
0: yeah and then you have she's basically so much like a jane or somebody like that but you have paula and then a challenger professor challenger you have sportsman john roxton
1: yes
0: (laughs) and then you have the reporter edward malone and he's is really funny because he's the only reason he's going on this adventure is because his fiance doesn't want to get engaged to him unless he goes and does something brave because he she thinks he's a wimp yeah which is i don't i don't think you'd have that plot now
1: <laughs> uh, yeah exactly the, you're that, not machismo you
0: enough for not for me you're
1: too <laughs> that was, i know it's, it's it's funny isn't it, it is it's funny just, yeah it's 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 kind of random and it's also like dude get a new girlfriend yeah <laughs> the worst Uh,
0: like why in the world would you want your your fiance to go into the jungles (laughs) looking for dinosaurs like really
1: i know i know Uh, Uh,
0: and yeah and so then you have a skeptical professor uh, professor summerlee and his indian servant zombo and you have professor challengers butler named austin
1: that's the the team that's the team that goes goes to venezuela right
0: yeah and it takes like uh, about 30 minutes to get there
1: yeah and if if i were to even have a complaint and i don't even think it's fair to to really have a complaint rachel but that first 30 minutes is pretty slow i think Uh that the setup is is a bit slow but then holy smokes is there a payoff you know i mean because once once they once they get there it's just nonstop. yeah so,
0: because you meet the ape man first yeah yeah that, uh, that looks creepy
1: ape man <laughs>
0: <laughs> sort of like an early prototype of king kong i think
1: yeah but right? it's a dude it's a dude in an ape suit with a really <laughs> scary mask and and, and and he's mean. I mean he is out to get these humans. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they have the uh um which I always thought that was one of the hardest words to ever spell.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I love that scene. I think that's so good when they first see the pterodactyl. Oh and it's, it's like amazing. I don't know if it's like eating or, or or hunting i can't remember but anyways you just you see it from the distance and it just looks so creepy and weird
1: so weird as it's flying in right yeah it's a really terrific shot
0: yeah and yeah and then there's it's almost just like one sort of scene after another of these different dinosaurs there's so many i mean they had to do so many different models
1: yeah, I was really surprised by that too because I was wondering, okay, are we going to see they were calling kind of the T-Rex type of dinosaur, the, an allosaurus, right? Uh-huh. And I guess that's still the name. I am so not a dinosaur person. So, I, you know, I... Again, well, you're... and
0: there's a scene with the two brontosaurus that are fighting yeah. and there's, I don't know, and there's the stegosauruses
1: a tris- or... There's a stegosaurus and then there are the long neck ones there's those are those the brachiosauruses or i'm trying to remember what they call that in the oh
0: yeah yeah brachia is is that brontosaurus i forget yeah but the long the ones with the, that long, are...
1: with the long neck yeah yeah and then uh and that one of those plays an important role later you know, yeah later <laughs> and then uh um try the try there tris- at least one triceratops and kind of a, a little baby triceratops which is kind of cute too there yeah. might have been more and there were so many. Yeah, there was, there, there, I was really impressed with the amount of, of puppets created for this. Yeah,
0: I mean, you would think for the first movie that they ever did, you've got to give, man, Willis O'Brien had guts.
1: Yeah, guts yeah, absolutely. To,
0: to, I mean, for their first ever to just, just I don't know, pack it in. Yeah. And it was amazing. The it really is incredible.
1: And I just was just wondering about the work, too. Just like oh. how long it would take to shoot some of those scenes. Yeah. One
0: thing to do stop motion with one character. Yeah. To do it with two characters and have them fighting and stuff. I can't yeah. even imagine. I'm looking here. It says here, uh, what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 12 different kinds of dinosaurs. Did they have?
1: Yeah. And many of them, there are multiple of them. You know, right, yeah, right. And
0: yeah. then there's all these different animals, like an anaconda, there's a uh, jaguar. Also, it doesn't get to be um, stagnant. Like it keeps going and there's enough sort of variety in the in the fights and what's going on. And yeah. also, like there's just some sort of classic silent movie kind of drama that I admit is probably pretty hard to replicate in modern film. But uh, but yeah. the the love affair between uh, between Ed and,
1: uh, <laughs> and Ed Paula and Paula, yeah,
0: <laughs> it's really
1: good. It's 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 pretty cheesy, but uh, but it's great. I thought I thought it was I thought it was it, was, it really worked for the film and yeah and and, and, uh, and just kept the action going and kept it always interesting. We, you know, as they mentioned, once they got. Once they ride in Venezuela, this thing was is a nonstop ride. Yeah, well, yeah. it's just
0: kind of cool that, like, I don't know. The Paul's like, "Ooh, your fiance didn't think that you were brave enough." Like, I think you're brave enough. <laughs> <I
1: know>. <laughs> <laughs> End up falling in love,
0: and they get married by um uh, by Professor Summerlee. So, because well, they and they also because
1: if I if I'm understanding it correctly, too, Rachel, they think that they're not going to get off. They're not going to go go home. Right, right. They're just they—they feel like they're trapped, and and they're so. It's a good. it's
0: pretty. It's pretty tense. Yeah. And they think that they're getting pretty close. Like that whole scene with the rope bridge, and they're climbing the rope bridge, and then the dinosaurs are getting closer and closer and closer, and closer, it's getting, and then the creepy and the volcano.
1: There. Yeah. 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 Really cool. It was pretty tense, and the volcano looked pretty good. I thought the volcano looked great and the stuff it was shooting out and then those different kind of sparks and things that they were lighting off on, you know on, on the set and then all the dinosaurs going and all the smoke it's, it's, it's tremendous <laughs> yeah
0: did it explain why i can't remember why they decide to take
1: the brontosaurus back well because it was stuck in the mud Hmm. And so, and I, I think it was stuck in the mud and then they figured out that they could probably, you know, there was a way they could engineer to get him on, get it on the, on, on the boat based on its location. Mm. Yeah. Like, so that's how I, you know, that's how I interpreted it.
0: I guess they were, we're and, feeling and sorry for show,
1: it. They don't show any of that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, but there was quite a long shot of the dinosaur stuck in the mud.
0: So they end up taking the brontosaurus back to London. (laughs) That's what you were mentioning. These scenes. What stuck out to you in those scenes?
1: (laughs) Just quintessential monster movie. So so, and 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 also kind of reminded me of King Kong too. You know when when Mm -hmm. King Kong escapes, but the the dinosaur. What the professor uh, is is you know present is is going to show the dinosaur to the world and and prove kind of save his reputation right but but uh instead he gets a phone call saying that the dinosaur has escaped and so the 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 next shot you see are people running in horror and then the stop-motion dinosaur running down the streets of london and it's so cool yeah because again i i know that so in steven spielberg's you know uh, the jurassic park the lost world which i hated uh, yeah, but that's neither here nor there. But there was the T Rex, right? Right. Was it that was that was let, let loose. This was so interesting because I just had never even pictured that kind of a dinosaur terror, you know, <laughs> running down the street, terrorizing people. It would flip its tail, and you know people would go flying. And <laughs> and uh, but the miniatures were great, and as well as all of the all of the people running. I mean, it's just it's it's yeah. a very well crafted sequence you know great editing with it and yeah. at one point you know the dinosaur gets ticked off and trashes a building which is also seemed very almost godzilla-esque Well, and and he
0: takes down london bridge which is which is fun <laughs> and
1: <laughs> i love it and then and that's where the professor you know the, it's, it's the final shot of the film the professor is watching the dinosaur flow it was one of those yeah, it's so lines.
0: weird because they just let the dinosaur just float yeah. away.
1: It just floats away. It just floats away and there's, there's a boat, you know. And the, the dinosaur is just... <laughs> it's like, why did the you know? Jurassic Park people just think of that? Just float away. <laughs> I know. When you wonder, yeah, is the dinosaur going to just swim somewhere and, and live? live? Do they knows? swim? I don't know. I know. I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was unclear, but... I, I love, I loved it. What did you think of, uh, of that Oh, scene? love little it! Little
0: it was so fun. Yeah. I had a huge smile on my face. I yeah. really thought it was good. I mean, it, it, it's more fun than King Kong. King Kong is way more emotional well, it's and so has
1: dramatic. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it has more of like a social message. Yeah, you know, where it's talking about civil rights and some other things yeah. but it's clear.
1: And there's Fay Ray too at the top of the you know the Empire State Building and all those biplanes I and mean, there's so much going on yeah too. this you know the dinosaur doesn't take any prisoners or, you know he just he's just wreaking havoc it's uh, just for
0: fun yeah it's just for fun and it's,
1: it's really fun
0: and you do get the scene where where uh, Ed goes and sees his uh, fiance and she's gotten married. And so she's like, sorry. And he's like, no problem.
1: I know. And she married some guy who, who, she's like, well, yeah, he's just a store clerk or whatever. And he's never left London. (laughs) (laughs) Like, see, Gladys, Gladys is a loser.
0: Yeah. (laughs) See, I won't won't miss you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And and you do get a little bit of a feeling at the end that, that John is a little sad because he, We'll never get to be with Paula.
1: Yeah, that was a little bittersweet, huh? How they <laughs> how they showed that because the the sportsman has you know has a thing for Paula, but yeah. but but it wasn't but not meant to be.
0: All's fair in love. I know, <laughs> I know, um, but but yeah, it was just really enjoyable. I was surprised how much fun I had mm-hmm. watching it, mm-hmm. um, and this all the all the title cards were they were easy to read. They weren't too fast. They were like the right amount of them. Not too many. Yeah. Um, and, but not too few. So you understood what was going on. And, uh, exactly.
1: I agree with you. I thought the title cards, I thought the title cards were, were, were great. And that the, the version that we watched had, had an orchestral, uh, soundtrack, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, b- music to it. So it wasn't, it wasn't just organ, you know, it was,
0: yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to the, um,
1: uh,
0: what do they call it? The, um, Yeah, uh, the
1: silent movie, si- in yeah, silent movie organ um, place I, in Utah. I, I had Edison street. In yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have been. And it's, it's a blast. I, I
0: know we should go. We should do yeah. that sometime. Yeah, I've absolutely. been, I've been a couple of times and it is so fun. I would right, love right. to see this there. That would be so would amazing. Be so
1: fun at that, at that theater, uh, the the organist he's I believe his name is Don Gale I'm not sure I, I, but he's 84 years old he does these original arrangements of the, all the music he plays it without any music and he just is sitting there in front of a you know with a that mighty or theater organ he's a ama- he's amazing it yeah, is such a treat yeah, so I was thinking about that like what would he do for the Lost World I bet that would be really fun I, yeah because yeah,
0: uh, it was a little bombastic sometimes for me. The the score that was on this
1: version. Yeah, like, I, I, there were a couple it was, times where I, I was like,
0: tone it down. Yeah. Just a little bit. They're just that, talking.
1: That was my. I, that, yeah, probably if I had a second complaint, <laughs> it, it would be that. And again, that's not the filmmaker's fault. That's whoever you know did the restoration, did that restoration, and and made those music decisions. But yeah, I, I didn't think the music was just the best. But still, it's, it's fine. It was but, fine, and it just was it felt like silent movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and so, yeah, it would be really cool. If what this place is in Utah is it's literally like a whole room of an organ.
1: Yeah, they've and got pipes and.
0: The surrounding you, so you go in, you yeah. see the silent movie, and you have this yeah, this amazing organist, and you're surrounded by the organ. It's really cool.
1: Yeah, they've got pipes and symbols and all these different things that, you know, that can be controlled from the organ console, you know, the different percussion instruments and things all around. And it's, it's, it's really a fun experience. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We need to go. We need to go soon. So, uh, yeah, it, it was just really cool and, uh, you know, just an amazing thing. And he's just an, an amazing, uh, important pioneer.
1: Yeah. For sure. One thing about Wilson, Brian, that I wanted to bring up to you, Rachel. So at, uh, the Lucasfilm headquarters is in at the Presidio in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had a chance to go there or not. They let, they let just the general public go into the, well, right out right at the entrance is that famous Yoda fountain. I don't know if you've seen pictures of people take, you know, to do like a selfie or something in front I of I think that it's
0: sounds familiar. Yoda yeah.
1: fountain. Uh, it's, it's just on the exterior of the, of the, of the building. And then the general public can go into the lobby and in the lobby, they've got just some cool Star Wars things and and some 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 sculptures and some books and whatnot that you can just look at. But there's also this really cool statue of Willis O'Brien in there oh. with uh, King Kong. I'll send you a picture. I'll send you a picture of it. I I looked it up before. Oh, that's cool. Before this, uh, and it's it's really cool. I just, I, th- I think, and I, I believe that George Lucas commissioned this sculpture, and I think it's, it's a wonderful thing because, uh, what a great reminder for all those amazing artists and tech, and technicians at ILM mm. that are creating all these effects, just to see, you know, to be reminded daily of where, of the beginning of, of the, you know, of their art form it was really, yeah. you know, attributed to Willis O'Brien because, uh, you you know, just what a genius the genius he was
0: yeah definitely that's really cool yeah he really was i mean he did win an oscar for king kong and uh he uh you know he was just he's one of the greatest so yeah um yeah this was just a delight i really highly recommend anybody give it a shot watch it and uh and yeah we will get together next month to talk about a obscure animated film and we're also going to be getting together and talking about lady and the tramp which is definitely not obscure but we're excited to talk about it in our disney canon series i'm looking forward to that
1: yes definitely (laughs) so uh, where can people find you they can find me on my movie blog on Twitter, number one, which is um, at Stanford Clark. And then I've got a movie blog, which is stanfordclarkatwordpress.com. at WordPress.com. Awesome. Yeah, and you can find me
0: here at Rachel's Reviews on YouTube and iTunes and at my blog, 54 Disney Reviews and a Smiling LDS Girl on social media. So check me out there. Love to, uh, to hear your feedback, what you think about this movie uh, in early stop motion. And uh, yeah, let us know and let us know if you have any ideas of what you'd like us to do for obscure animation. And I have a playlist in the description section if you want to check out uh, what, we, what what I did in the previous years for this, uh, this series. So thanks again, and we'll talk again next month.
1: Thanks again, Rachel. See ya. <laughs>